Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Harry's Code, a Dexter podcast. I am Josh, one of your hosts, along with... Kensei. <laughs> How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm good. Uh, still not 100% over this cold, but I'm doing much better than I was last week. Do you have that flu that's it's... sweeping across America that's killing people? No, I'm not I'm not a trend follower. <laughs> no, okay. All right. Um, well, as people know that this is Harry's Code, as Josh said, and it's a live show. And if you want to call in to ask us any questions or if you want to uh you know, uh tell us your favorite moments of the show called Dexter, or you want to say that we're doing a wonderful job, or if you want to say that we're doing a crummy job, feel free. Just call in. The number is area code 347-326-9541. Once again, that's area code 347-326-9541. Let your voices be heard. Now, before the show, we were, you know, doing our little pre-chat thing. And you mentioned there may have been some not quite Dexter news news? Yes. Uh, there is some, not, not, as you said, not quite Dexter news. Uh, one thing is that the the um, president of Showtime, uh, Mr. Nivens, um, he says he likens Dexter to Showtime what is Batman is to Warner Brothers. So basically he's saying that th- it means a lot to Showtime. It's, one, it's their premium um, TV show, and that they think of it in a very high way, and he didn't quite want to say that this is the last season, 
he seems to be hoping that there is a another season, but they're not ready to say that this is going to be the last season. Other, but on the other hand, you have Jennifer Carpenter, who plays Deborah Morgan, uh, Dexter's Dexter's uh, sister. She tweeted uh, this past week that she's pretty, 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 pretty. I think it was like five pretties. <laughs> pretty sure that this will be the final season. So, you know. You know knows? what that says to me? What's that? I think that says to me, Showtime is on their knees begging. <laughs> Please don't go. <laughs> we called you Batman. Come on. <laughs> you know what's so funny was uh, her post was like kind of blocked out. So the only thing I saw at first it says Jennifer Carpenter says I'm pretty 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 pretty. <laughs> I was like, man. I was like, man, she's arrogant. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think they. I agree with you. I think they're on their knees. They want another season because it brings them a lot of money. Uh, so whether or not, see, I'm kind of torn because I love the show. I would love another season on one hand, but I don't. But you know this. Every show that you know that's stretched, stretched uh, an extra couple of seasons, they uh, they almost tarnish what was so great about it in the first place, and you can feel it when it feels like it's a stretch. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like uh, one of the show I loved was the X Files, and the last couple of seasons of that wasn't to the quality of maybe the first, you know, first several seasons. And uh, this, the probably the biggest example would be The Sopranos, that the uh, showrunner for The Sopranos and the creator, David Chase, wanted to end it like two or three seasons earlier than they did, but they offered him so much money, he couldn't say no, and they were made like some shit he didn't care about. <laughs> so, you know, the last thing I think we want to see is a bad product of Dexter. You know, uh, we want it to go out on a, on a high note, so... Right. Um, another example, I think I mentioned this before, Scrubs. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't have a problem with uh, the new Scrubs when it came back from ending. But if, uh, if it was if if it was anything else, I can see it working. But to to put that branding on it, just especially after that great farewell. <laughs> All right, and last thing, last thing we we want is something like Dexter. You know, if they have it where Dexter gets goes to jail or you know, goes to prison, and then in the final, in the, they say, "Oh, we're gonna bring back another season." And guess what? Dexter escapes in the the season premiere, and you know, now he's on the lamb, and you know, it'd be no, wouldn't be very good. Um, also, too, uh, more more news that. Uh, popped up is apparently there's going to be a sequel to the Dexter video game, Dexter the Game Part 2, and this game, I don't know if you guys are any gamers out there, but um, if you are, you probably played a game back in the day called uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and this game looks a lot awful like uh, (laughs) that. I mean, you know, well, one, it's in the same setting, you know, Miami, which that game was. But, you know, it just looks, it's a sandbox game, and it looks awful like uh, Vice City, but Dexter style. <laughs> you know, so um, that should be an interesting thing. What do you think about a, a Dexter video game? 
Well, do you play as Dexter? Oh yeah, yeah. It's not like it's not like Star Wars where you play as some Jedi you ain't never fucking heard of, you know. In this one, you, you're playing as Dexter Morgan, and you, you're in his uh, office and his apartment, and you're going through Miami, and you're killing people, and it's you know you got there was one scene where he had the his room set up his kill room with the the, the, the tape and everything. I mean the uh, the plastic so and everything. Like- it's part CSI, part Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Pretty much. I need to gather forensic evidence to make sure that I have the right kill, and then I kill. <laughs> and then maybe there's a mini game where you cut up the body and toss it into the ocean. <laughs> Definitely something you want your kids to, uh, to participate in, right? Absolutely, because nothing brings family together like dismemberment. Yeah, a family that dismembers together stays together. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure there's words of wisdom in there somewhere. Uh, like, is, is that from the Bible? I'm not sure. <laughs> the Bible of uh, psychotic motherfuckers, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Well. And there's there's with that being said. <laughs> Mm-hmm. There's one uh, more. Uh, there's one more thing, also too. I don't know if this is considered. I don't know if this is considered good news, but Dexter in 2012 was the second most pirated TV show uh, out there. Which I don't. I mean, is that good or? I mean, what do you think? Uh, is that something good or, or not? I think, I think that should uh, replace the Nielsen ratings myself. <laughs> That's the real ratings, right? I mean, yeah. Do you know people want to watch? Then the only thing they need to do is figure out how to put commercials in there <laughs> in the pirated copies. <laughs> That's a good idea. It's like, right? yeah, you can download as much as you want for free, but you won't be able to skip the commercials. And, and real quick, just to uh, round out what the top ten was, one was Game of Thrones, by far the most pirated. Uh, uh, show that's on television. Uh, Dexter, second. Third was Big Bang Theory. Four was How I Met Your Mother. Five, Breaking Bad. Six, The Walking Dead. Seven, Homeland. Eight, House. Nine, Fringe. And ten, Revolution. So, uh, congratulations to all those who gave uh, Dexter the number two spot <laughs> on the list. And uh, because you did that, because you made Dexter number two on the most pirated list, you could be at salvation from a uh, possibly unwanted ninth season. (laughs) All right. Because after all, you know, the ratings could have been that much higher and Showtime would have been like, okay, we're going to drive you a dump truck, you know, full of money. And it's time to keep this bad boy going. (laughs) But that's just silver linings. <laughs> so, last week, we left off talking about um, season one, some of the characters that were introduced. Uh, we went into some pretty good detail on the flashback sequences. You remember that? Oh, yeah. So, what I was thinking was this week... We're still in season one. Let's talk about something that 
kind of happens uh, pretty much every season. And it happens for the first time, of course, in season one. The introduction of this, the season's Dexter Foe, the his counterpart, the other serial killer. And in this case, it was none other than a name you would be hearing a lot throughout the series, the Ice Truck Killer. The Ice Truck Killer. Good old, well, I won't say his name yet, but <laughs> yes, the Ice Truck Killer. I think we can say his name. You know what? Yeah, let's say his name. Good old Rudy. The Ice Truck Killer. And you know what's so funny is, when they first introduced this character, because, uh, you know, he's a doctor, right? And um, yeah. when I first saw him, see, he this guy looks... In- Mm-hmm. Prosthetics. Prosthetics, right. When I saw him, I said, he looks like the freaking Night Stalker, you know, serial killer. <laughs> I said, he's, I said this is the killer right here. <laughs> when I first saw it, I was like, I mean, I I was on to him right away. But, you know, apparently most people weren't, so they were quite surprised. But I can imagine not being on to it, uh, considering it was the first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, usually every other season, when you have a star that's making an extended cameo or somebody you know, you know, you're like, well, that's them. But <laughs> the beautiful thing I like about Dexter is the fact that they don't they don't try to trick you. Mm-hmm. They don't try to, you know, give you red herrings and be like, no, no, that's not the guy. No, no. It's like, nope, we're pretty sure from day, you know, episode one for the most part, that this is what's going on. Oh, yeah. They don't, they, don't, they, they don't treat the audience like they're stupid. Right. And well, we're, try, we're trying to uh, adopt that and we do a show. Right. <laughs> so we can talk slower. <laughs> what is that? Not, not cool? <laughs> nah, nah. Okay, so what we know so far about the Ice Truck Killer is um, he likes to kill hookers. Mm-hmm. And um, dismember their bodies. Mm-hmm. And paint their fingernails. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think we mentioned that last week, but yeah. Uh, multicolor fingernails. And he likes to fuck with extra set. Oh, yeah, and drain their blood. Yes. Oh, did we not mention that part? The Ice Truck Killer knows who Dexter is. And they start playing this this kind of serial killer game. You know, kind of like catch me if you can, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Because uh, they have something in common. Dexter is intrigued. He's like, this guy's good. I like him. I'm going to kill him, but I like him. But the only thing is, Dexter has no idea who this guy is. Even though we, the audience, of course, know pretty quick. (laughs) I'm looking at his uh, character profile, and it says, uh, Strengths, 
Uh, it says personality type, sexual predator. <laughs> Strength, extremely intelligent and resourceful, attractive, the only one who knew everything from the beginning. Weaknesses, loneliness, prostitutes, and Dexter. <laughs> so, yeah. Wait, wait, are you sure you're not reading my Facebook page? <laughs> what a weakness, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and Quirks, he loves met, uh, menthol uh, cough drops and has a obsession with artificial limbs. Yeah. Okay, I'm pretty sure you're not reading mine now. <laughs> I, I'm not in a menthol cough drops. <laughs> but everything else is spot on. <laughs> you, you know what um, else? Season one sets up from the jump. I think one of the most messed up character traits a person can have. <laughs> right. And that is uh, Deb and her infamous choice of men. Horrible choices of men. Um, Just so we're clear, Deb, uh, throughout the series, will maybe fall for is too strong, but she really takes a strong romantic kind of interest in really bad guys. <laughs> like serial killer guys. <laughs> probably the one guy that she uh that was the probably the best guy she ever dated, she dumped the um the musician guy from season I think three it was. Season three or four. Yeah, I was starting to wonder who that guy was gonna kill or who he has killed. He almost remember he got like skinned a little bit. <laughs> so, but that was that was in a later season, so we'll get to that. So the ice truck killer. What do you think about the ice truck killer? It was the first foe for Dexter. Uh, the first really season long hunt. But what were your initial impressions from, you know, finding the dead hookers to, um. Well, you know what? Let's start at the beginning. How how did you think about him getting his name? Um, I thought, you know, I mean, that's kind of what the media does, you know. If there's one thing that you can glom on that's kind of odd or different, the media tends to take that and run with it and make that the the um, the thing that they focus on, you know, as far as the ice truck killer or if he kills somebody, you know, in blockbuster. Uh, 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 parking lots. It'd be the blockbuster killer, you know what I mean, or something like that. So I thought I thought the name was pretty cool. Uh, and the ice truck killer comes directly from the book, uh, you know that that this uh, season is based on. And um, so when you saw the the bodies being drained of blood, I remember thinking like, this is some sick shit. What is this show? I'm watching, you know, like, well, you know, when I started watching yeah. it, you know, and I remember somebody walking in on me watching it and going, Ugh, <laughs> you know, what is this? You know, because remember they had the, the the part where they're at the, I think it was like a hockey rink uh, or skating rink, 
And, yeah, and uh, the present was left there. Yeah, and I remember just going, Ugh. I mean, uh, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, I was intrigued from beginning to the, the end. Um, even though, like I said, I figured out once they introduced um, Rudy into the uh, storyline, I figured right away that he was probably going to be the guy. And a lot of it had to do with he just looked spooky, <laughs> you know. He, he then he did seem like a really good guy. <laughs> you know, one of those guys where you're like, "Oh, hey, nice to meet you. What's this guy up to?" <laughs> well, you you know what? If it wasn't for the the liking the limbs and killing people and blaming, draining their blood, as well as you know, just being a creepy, creepy, sick fuck, he probably would be a nice guy and someone you might want to hang out with. Of course, minus all those other things you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. But those ain't big things, right? No, definitely not a deal breaker if it comes to a relationship, I mean. <laughs> Especially with with uh, Deb's choices, uh, it's probably not a deal breaker. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> By the way, you know, if this were real, you'd go to Deb and be like, this isn't the worst guy you're going to meet. How do you bounce back from that shit, though? You know? (laughs) It's like, how do you bounce back from, uh, you know, having dated a serial killer? Repeatedly? Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and by the way, your brother is, too, for good measures. I, I just wish they would have thrown in season seven, you know, um, or or season six, you know, make it season seven. And they talked about her finding out more than uh, she would be like, I found out I was in love with you. And she should have been like, oh, my God, I should have known you were killer then. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Deb is the one that uh, got the credit for making that ice truck uh, connection because of her brother, of course, uh, you know, giving her that hint to really get in on the good side of uh, La Guerta. <laughs> you know, get her promotion so she would, uh, well, for lack of a better term, stop being a hooker. <laughs> And at the same time, she starts uh, dating this uh, new guy. Really nice guy. Um, Except, as we mentioned, for the fact that his hobby is Moida. You you know, one thing that I I noticed they did when it came to the courtship is that um, Rudy seemed to be fixated on Dexter. And even though she was you know, she remember he would always be like, "What's Dexter doing?" What you know, like he was trying to get close to Dexter, and it was interesting that she she really hated it, but it had a lot to do with when he was when she was a kid that her father Harry um, did something like that. You know, where even though she was his biological child, that. Uh, he spent a lot of time with Dexter more so than her. So it was almost like they were making a parallel of why she would even be more angry about that. 
you know, because remember, she felt like she was in Dexter's shadow, remember? Yes. You know, it was like, oh, the and it, and Dexter. It, it didn't really help that she needed his help so much just to get over her nerves. Mm-hmm. She, she really leans on him in all situations. Yeah, that's, that's he was he's her rock. It's kind of weird that he plays that role in her life, yet at the same time, you know, she's like Jan Brady with the Dexter, Dexter, Dexter. <laughs> that that was a very interesting dynamic in the first season. She loves him. She gets annoyed by everybody's, you know, wanting his attention. <laughs> And then, of course, she. Uh, how would you put it? She doesn't rebel, but she really does seek out or uh, take anybody that will just be nice to her. It seems. Yeah, she's she's uh, in a lot of ways she's super fucked up. <laughs> and she didn't go through any of the shit Dexter did. Her, it's more fucked up that her being fucked up comes from being a normal child. <laughs> did, did anybody follow that? Because I'm not sure I did. <laughs> she had a completely normal childhood. Right. Uh, you know, as far as she knew, she didn't know what uh, her father was doing. She didn't know what Dexter was doing. And at this point, she still has no idea, and yet she still has these complexes that make her seem really messed up in the head. <laughs> and Dexter's the one that acts normal, and he's the serial killer. It's funny how that happens. Now, as we get to the uh, to the finale, Born Free, there's one thing I wanted to, to get to before we start focusing on the finale and how all this wrapped up, was that uh, Rita... Uh, Dexter's then girlfriend on the show, um, she, uh, her children's father, Paul, um, comes back to the picture, and, you know, he was a very abusive man, um, and, uh, so Dexter had to deal with him, and the way that he's able to deal with him is he, he basically makes him, you know, he, uh, he uh, has him go down for uh, drug possession. Remember, he, uh, he wakes up and um, he has like drugs next to him, and he's back in prison. And uh, remember, remember, uh, Paul. It's so funny. Paul's a, a drug addict, right? And pretty fucked up. But he makes the connection about Dexter pretty good. Remember. Remember, he yeah. was like he knew Dexter was not right. Or, you know, it was kind of he was kind of like a sage in that. You know, like he it was almost he looked at Dexter and saw there was something not right in Dexter. You know, like evil knows evil. <laughs> right? He's like, no, you. <laughs> you know. So, um, what'd you think about that? That Dexter, um, what Dexter did to Paul. Okay, before I answer that, I'm going to give the audience a little backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rita is a was she divorced or was 
they were they technically still married? Uh, I think they I were. Recall. They were going through the divorce, if I remember correctly. Okay, she's a mother of two. Mm-hmm. Um, someone Dexter describes as someone that could be just as messed up as he is. Uh, maybe that's why he's gravitating towards her, uh, but not in a romantic, sexual, you know, normal kind of way, but almost like a kindred spirit in their pain. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as for Paul, uh, I describe it as the first time we see Dexter throw us a curve. The first time we truly understand how much Harry's code means to him because he wants to kill this guy. Mm-hmm. He wants to do this for Rita. He, you know, he gets the, uh, you know, knocks them out and, um, you know, you think, okay, Dexter's going to do his killer thing. We're on board with this. Uh, we've been, <laughs> we've been with him for a little while, but instead you see him wake up with a needle in his arm, you know, and shit's going down and it's like, whoa, Dexter's answer to every problem is not kill somebody. Right. And one thing that was great about that scene, too, was he was so clear about everything, you know? Because he could have, the way he was fucked up, he could have been like, dang, did I slip or not? He He knew exactly how clear it was. And then he was like, that guy ain't right. That he's able to pull that off. And you know, do that to me. That's not just some regular motherfucker that does shit like that. You know, that that was a uh, that was a great scene, and uh, and uh, I really liked it. I really liked that that uh, aspect. Very well written. And and, uh, and Mark Pellegrino, Mark Pellegrino, who plays uh, Paul Bennett. Some people may know him from Lost. He was Jacob on Lost. Uh, great actor. Yeah. And, so, Dexter's relationship with Rita uh, Something we're definitely going to go into Probably even as its own show At some point um, <laughs> More its own episode But The the first season As, as it's fleshing out uh, How Dexter is He doesn't consider himself human mm-hmm. And he's just Putting on a mask like Batman, huh? Huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm agreeing with the president of Showtime or whatever his face is. <laughs> so he he's faking it. He's faking it. There's there's no other way around it. He is faking everything except the dark side. <laughs> he's the Dark Knight. <laughs> Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> and all of that comes into play throughout these 12 episodes of the first season as um, the back and forth uh, goes between, you know, our hero, Dexter, and the evil ice truck killer. Mm. Especially at, at, there's a point where uh, the he... he Sees the ice truck killer, not the face, but the truck, right. and starts following it, and you know winds up with a severed body part on his hood for his troubles. 
And that's when he, of course, decides to call it in. <laughs> Which is when we find out that Dexter, among many things, is an excellent bullshit artist. <laughs> he is a BS and BS. There you go. <laughs> now, what, what we we both knew who the ice truck killer was. We both knew it was the guy Deb was dating. We both knew that this is one messed up individual. But there was another secret that nobody knew. And don't tell me you knew this because I call you a liar. Okay. Who we came to know as Rudy, right? Uh huh. That wasn't his real name. Right. Cue the dramatic music. Dun, dun, dun. There you go. His name was Brian. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, Brian Moser. I knew it. <laughs> Which is a very important name in the Nextiverse. And why is that, Kente? Because... Dexter's uh, biological last name, or uh, his his maiden name, <laughs> is uh, Mosier. Uh, his mother that was his mother's uh, last name. So uh, he is. Uh, her name was Laura, and uh, Laura Mosier um, had two children, Brian. And Dexter. And throughout the first season, whenever they showed the flashbacks, see, this is why you should have been taking notes last week. While they're showing the flashbacks, uh, they always showed, uh, when, when they pointed to Dexter's origin, of watching his mother murdered. And him as a you know very young child, uh, sitting in a pool of blood. He was alone, mm-hmm. always alone. But then, through um, the power of resurfacing memories, you realize no. That wasn't the case at all. Dexter had an older brother, and he was there too. Mm-hmm. But Harry didn't take uh, Brian away from the scene. He was too far gone. He was too old. It was going to damage this guy forever. Yeah, he was like, I'm not going to let that disturb little shit in my house. But Harry thought Dexter had a chance to really recover Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your point of view, he wasn't very correct. Harry uh, took Dexter under his wing, uh, taught him not only how to kill, but how to get away with killing. But he also instilled with him um, the code we keep mentioning about uh, making sure that only people that deserve it die. Mm-hmm. Whereas Brian, I don't know, he went up in a house where they said um, kill hookers, I guess. Uh, 
grew up, mind you, they're separated, uh, had the same um, interests. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also liked, uh, just like Dexter, dismembers the bodies. Difference, main difference being, uh, he drains their blood, blood clean, and it it just became uncanny how the one uh, event in both of their lives led them in such a similar path, but in completely different directions. Kinda. Mm-hmm. So, what we can deduce is that if you witness a murder when you're a child, uh, you are going to be a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and another thing is, too, I'm not a parent, but I know you're a parent. I don't know if I want my kid even sitting in fake blood doing a TV show. I, I always wonder who gives loans their kids out for this kind of material. <laughs> you know, I always think that's kind of uh, weird. <laughs> you know, it's like, they, they, how does that not fuck the kid up <laughs> acting in that part? But, you that's know. a good question. <laughs> then again, if, the check, if the check is, is big enough, we'll just get him a therapist. <laughs> they, they didn't just do it once. <laughs> No. <laughs> it's like it's like sit in the kid, sit in the uh, blood, kid. Yeah, there you go. And, oh, we need you to cry. <laughs> we need you to cry now. <laughs> oh man. You, you know, um, very interesting. Um, being that this is the only real uh, book uh, correlation to the book. Um, I mean, there's other characters along subsequent seasons that were in different books, but this is the only one that really followed the book. Um, There's a – it has the differences between how Dexter deals with uh, uh, Brian um, in the book versus the way that, uh, you know, is done in the TV show and in the – in Darkly Dreaming Dexter, which this is taken from, uh, Brian does not use the name Rudy Cooper and does not romantically get involved with Deborah. So that's something that's different. Uh, he is described as resembling Dexter so strongly that upon seeing the image of Brian with dismembered corpses, Dexter and Deborah are convinced that Dexter is the murderer when they meet Dexter notes that Brian is an inch inch or two taller, thicker in shoulders, chest, and uh, paler. And then it says that the big thing is that um, when he's given a choice to either kill Deborah and join him or, you know, kill him, that uh, he chooses to let uh, Brian go. So he actually escapes the book. Uh, oh, spoiler alert! My bad. <laughs> so in the book, uh, the ice truck killer gets away, and he isn't—he doesn't work with uh, prosthesis. Uh, in the book, he works with imports, shipping, and stuff. Uh, and uh, so then it says that 
he actually returns in a book called Dexter Dexter is Delicious after learning about Dexter the birth of Dexter's daughter and he introduces himself to Dexter's family and works for a cannibalist coven that would later lure Dexter and Deborah into a trap later saving them from the cannibals <laughs> so uh, very interesting. The, the different. You know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad the series went a different direction. Then. <laughs> I, I was kind of look. I would have been looking forward to seeing the Cannibal Coven. <laughs> oh, you know, um, that's the second um, reference in a book to a uh, film or TV show that mentions cannibals. Uh, I don't know if you read the original Forrest Gump. Mm, the book. Mm-mm. Yeah, he winds up with cannibals there too, and for some reason Hollywood just doesn't like to put those in movies, unless I guess it's a rugby team. <laughs> right. Well, you know, in uh, The Walking Dead, uh, there's a they haven't gotten that far yet, but there is a big thing about uh, cannibals. These are hum- humans who are not walkers, or zombies, who uh, eat uh, other humans. So. Um, yeah, so I don't know if I want to see that or not, but you know, hey, what the hell? Okay, so mm-hmm. you you kept, let the cat out of the bag a little bit, so uh, let's mm-hmm. let's talk about the end of season one. Okay, Brian um, and Dexter come face to face. Dexter knows who Brian is. He 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 understands the history. And Brian, the ice truck killer, is trying to convince him, you know, you you have these rules, but we're not different. You don't have to play by your little rules. You know, it's fun just to kill. <laughs> you can kill anybody. It's It's fine. You'll get the same rush. In fact, it might feel a little better. It's, it could be a release. And we could do it together. Brothers, reunited. Nobody would be able to stop us, that kind of thing. It's like um, Star Wars, I guess. You know, it sounds very good, too, when he puts it like that. It's like, you know what? Maybe. (laughs) Bro. Yeah, it would be be nice to say that Dexter just went, whatever, man. I got, you know, my code and... My morals to stand on. I'm I'm not that kind of serial killer, dude. <laughs> Maybe not in those exact words, but um, but no, Dexter's like, well, hmm. let me think about this for a second. <laughs> to to live by no rules, to be who I truly am, to not have to hide any aspect of my life. That that's very enticing to you know to take off the mask and just be yourself. Isn't that what everybody wants in in the world? To just be able to you know wake up, walk out the door, and say whatever they want, and you know do whatever they want. Right. So there's that. that yeah, I went deep there. You know that might have been an interesting show. Let's say they killed Deborah and they run off, and 
it's just like a a buddy TV show of two and brothers. Then in season two, <laughs> and then in season six, Brian figures out he's in love with Dexter. <laughs> right. They just, you know, travel the world killing people. Might that have been be like, um, what's that show? The, the the guy that goes around eating all the food from the different countries. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know you're talking about it. Gordon, uh, something like that. And, yeah. Something like that. You're like, I'm going to eat octopus today. And... Anyway. But yeah, you're right. That 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 could have been a very interesting uh, twist. If they ever did a season nine, that's what I want it to be. What if mm-hmm. just uh, take major major decisions in, in uh, Dexter's uh, life and do one episode on how things would have been different if it, you know, if he you know changed something. Don't you think that would be interesting? The what if season? Oh yeah, they should do a whole season on You know, what if That way you wouldn't have to worry about them You know, messing up the story You know, from uh, You know, uh, beginning to end standpoint This is kind of like uh, just a bunch of one shots (laughs) In in the first episode, um, Dexter and Brian travel the world killing people. There you go. Oh, and it could be like a, a it could be a, a, a History Channel show or something. <laughs> you know, it's traveling the world in Athens today. We kill two Greek motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, might have been might be good. They could be like. Um, uh, Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. Why did you do it? Because it's fun. <laughs> and they're all smiles and like frat dudes and like this is what happiness is like. Awesome. <laughs> wow. Showtime, you can just go ahead and write that check to Harry's Code, a Dexter podcast. <laughs> what, no? Uh they probably won't, no. All right, so so all right, so we're we're at the end. They have to make, he has to make his choice. Um, wait, we had a he has a Deborah on on the uh, table, and on the table. And was there a moment where you thought he was gonna, you know, choose to not to do? Well, let's see. I think there was a moment where it left you wondering, especially when he's standing over or holding a knife. Um, yeah, that that I thought that was a pretty pretty important uh, moment of decision. Like he's standing there, he's holding it, he's about to plunge it into her, but he's not. And you're like, is he going to do it? Is he? Is he? Is he? This is season one. I don't know yet. <laughs> And she starts waking up, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened. If, if she didn't wake up, would he, would, would he have killed her? Do you think? No, I, I don't think so at all. 
Because she she is something that makes him somewhat normal and sane. So killing that would kill off the human whatever little humanity that he has. Exactly, and that's what Brian told him outright. This is your only tie to their world. Get rid of it now, and we can just go do what we want. Uh-huh. She starts waking up, and next thing we know, he's all... Hello? I'm sorry, didn't hear you. What'd you say? Um, he's all... He, he, just in time to be the hero, you know? Right. Uh, that's when he changes his mind. When when, Not that he was looking to be the hero, but... Uh, he made his decision. And then... Well, he had another decision to make. What does he do with his brother? And unlike the book, he decides to off his brother. Did you cry at all when he had to kill his brother? Was it sad for you? No, it wasn't sad. <laughs> I, it would have been more sad if he had to kill him. Because even though we see she leans on him, but at the same time, you know, gets annoyed by the fact that he's everybody's favorite and she has to work so hard. We, it, It's just one of those things, you know, that you can't... A relationship, that's what it is. Were they, were they uh, actually together during season one? Um... Who? Uh, Michael C. Hall and Jennifer Carpenter. Oh, you mean uh, in the real, in the actual real life? No. Yeah. No, I think it was like a couple of seasons into it. Okay, so they they had a, and still do have this wonderful connection on screen that I I I haven't seen it done. Before or since, where you're like these two people need each other, right? Well, except maybe of mice and men, but that's a, that's a different thing. <laughs> Especially in in the situation they're in. Even season one, you're like, okay, she's a cop, he's a killer. They they have that uh, dynamic that you feel if it's even possible for Dexter that that they love each other. Or in love, right? Well we'll find out about that in five years. <laughs> Although I have to I have to say um early on that was, you know, something that happened across my mind. I was like, I hope they aren't going to do some weird thing where it's like, well, they're not technically related, you know, that kind of thing. Right. (sighs) I was very hoping that didn't happen. (laughs) 
I did not want that to happen at all. And I'm just glad they never dwelled on it when it did. Yeah. It was one-sided, too. Yeah. Yeah. And Dexter never used it to his advantage. Yeah, like, hey, baby, why don't you uh, get rid of this evidence for me? And then we can be together. <laughs> yeah. Just like Dad always wanted. <laughs> what? So that that closed out season one. Um, Dexter and Deb are happily brother and sister ever after. <laughs> he continues uh, to see um, a very scarred woman in Rita. Let's see. Dokes is a mega asshole, but not wrong about anything. Maguerta is, at this point, just someone that seems power-hungry, um, especially uh, when it comes to her relationship with the captain. Um, Batista is just the same as he always is, just a great guy, although he's having family issues. uh And let's see, are we forgetting anybody? Um, oh, Masuka. Uh, (laughs) Creepiest ever. Yeah, easily one of my favorite characters on the show. So, you know, one thing I'm glad he didn't do, because in the book, LaGuarta is uh, killed in the book, in the first book. Uh, And um, I'm glad they didn't do that, because, you know, as I established... That I have a huge crush on Lauren Velez, so I'm glad they kept her around. So that was something that I was uh, pretty glad that they did. Yeah. Didn't do that. Oh, I yeah. Um, she 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 has been such a. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's almost 10 o'clock. I'm having a problem with words now. Conflicting. uh, She's... You you just don't get the same impression of her from season to season. Because sometimes she's, you know, cool. Sometimes she's a bitch. And, you know, that you hate. And even though her actions never change, I guess it it really depends on if she's in favor of something you like or not. Mm. You agree? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. Like, um, in the first season, she was very political. Mhm. But as things uh will will roll out and we'll eventually talk about um, personal issues get brought up and you you can feel yourself supporting her like you're feeling sympathy for the character and then on a dime it'll change back to oh she's you know power hungry again. 
and, and it's kind of hard to wonder where the ambition stops and the human begins. So she, you're saying she's typical woman. <laughs> uh, that was just a joke, ladies. <laughs> you can send all hate mail too. <laughs> you know what? Better yet, you can call in at. <laughs> Wait, you don't want to give the number now, can Oh uh, man, I don't know if that number is working. Yet. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> well the 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 big hand is uh climbing closer to the top of the clock, which means it's time to start wrapping it up. Alright. Final so, thoughts on season one. Final thoughts on season one. Uh it was exciting. Uh I saw it in a whirlwind, you know, 'cause I, I saw it pretty much in one week I, I, I saw all the episodes. And um just enjoyed the hell out of it. Made me hopeful for the next season. I was like, where are they going from here? You know. <laughs> and then I read it. Then I read a, uh, the summary of the second book. And I was like, oh, man, that's going to be interesting. Because I assumed the next season would be the second book. But they, they, went, they went another way. Uh, actually, there are parts of the second book that is in the second season. Like Dex, like Doke's. Uh, being on to Dexter and some other things that they, you know, they they added. But yeah. Other, so I think you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot, man. You're, you're giving me mixed signals here. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. So next time when we come back, we will start on season two, and that's the season of uh, a name. That we've mentioned quite a bit already, and that's the Bay Harbor Butcher. The Bay Harbor Butcher, that's right. So, in the meantime, why don't you give them our um, contact info? Tell them to write down the number so they can call next week, join us live on the show, and all that, Jeff. All right. Um, obviously, if you have, if you want. To have your voice heard on the show, and you want to talk about the, leave us a message, tell us what you like, what you don't like, or whatnot. You can do so by calling area code three two three five nine six seven four six nine. Once again, that's three two three five nine six seven four six nine. Call that number. Say, leave us a message. Say what show, uh, what podcast that you're leaving the message for. And we will listen to it and put it on the show. And the reason we we ask you to make sure you include that the messages for Harry's Code at Dexter Podcast is because we are hardworking internet personalities people. Uh, this isn't our sole gig. Every Wednesday you can join uh, me and Kente on a little show called Just Kicking It with Ramsey, even though it's not little, it's mega huge. <laughs> it's uh, on at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. Uh, that would be 6.30 Pacific, correct? That's right. 
And you can find that at Spreaker.com slash user slash Ramsey, R-A-M-M-Z-E-E. And Kente, I understand you do a, a big event every Thursday night. Yes, every Thursday night you can listen to the Spotlight uh, radio show, and that's at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and it's on cctoolbox.org forward slash Indy, I-N-D-Y, radio, as well as on on um, Fridays, uh, I do a, another podcast based on the, the hit series, um, The Walking Dead, and it's called Talking Walkers, uh, The Walking Dead podcast, and that's every Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. All of these shows can be, uh, except uh, those two shows as well as this show, can be uh, found right here on Block Talk Radio as well. Uh, Block Talk Radio uh, forward slash um, Indie Showcase Radio. That's the Indie with the I-N-D-Y. And we will have some news coming up about yet another way you will be able to consume this show as well as some others. But time's up. We'll make that announcement next week. We'll we'll see you next week. I'm Kente. And I'm Josh. And we'll see you next week.